Is it you? T- you said it. How do you not know? Because well, it sounded familiar. I say a lot of things. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I'll, I'll try to act smart. So I'll say big words that I don't entirely anti-disestablishmentarianism. What's chief in my dudes? It's the chief and the queef. Queef, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, chiefs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were a little spotty. All I could hear was... Uh, yeah, sorry. Actually, the response was... <laughs> What's going on, man? Nothing much. Um, it's the world is quite literally on fire. What's that one song? It... Not the. Is it's there a the song? end of yeah, the world. Yeah, the coronavirus. It's like uh, nine o'clock riots on six o'clock coronavirus. <laughs> it just keeps going back and forth with just Australia. Everything. Yeah, someone creative with too much time needs to put together that song. Where it's like, let alone you know, Kobe Bryant died. Uh, we bombed, we assassinated some like Iranian leader. I think that happened. I don't ever remember anymore. Uh, coronavirus, Australia on fire. Like, it's insanity, dude. That and now all song. these like riots and protesting and looting and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the protesting that's that's not a problem as long as they're not like you know destroying stuff. That's fine. It's just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad to see everything going down the way it's going down. Yeah, remember that song by uh, Sublime, April 26, 1992? Good song. Starts with a bong. Oh, yeah, it does. How do you I make think the, like every, every Sublime song does, pretty much. How do you make a bong sound? It's like... Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how I did that. I don't think I could do that again. Um, but yeah, it's... It's just like that song where it's like, April 26, 1992, there was a riot in the streets. Tell me Should where tell were me you? Where were you? Yeah. yeah, that's a good song. And then it's all, National God. Oh, I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah. I like that part. Mm. So that's how I'm doing, Daniel, now that you asked. Well, I mean. Aren't you glad? I'm glad that I, I guess I'm glad that I asked. I didn't really have a choice. If I wasn't asking you anything, this would be a pretty shitty podcast, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Worst interview ever. So tell me about uh, the day you were born. Oh. It was dark, and then it got really bright. And then I, I heard that you uh, you experienced your first slap that day. Yeah, in my first uh, experience with scissors. All right, picture this. Nudie is the day I was born. I'm all covered up in amniotic fluid. They freaking start chopping away. They're trying to get the umbilical cord. Turns out it was the tip of my dick. <laughs> Turns out I'm now a girl. <laughs> I had a strange occurrence today, so I was on a run right before this podcast, and you know um, that dirt trail, like the big dirt heap pile. Where oh yeah, yeah, run? the one where it's like that's like where you get three point five miles. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple times I've been out there, and I've seen this. Uh, this I guess I don't know if there are a couple. It's two like Asian dudes in their twenties, and they're walking a stroller. And I've never looked in the stroller to see if there's a kid in there or not. But they're always walking out there, which for one is like weird because like it, they don't have like one of these legit strollers that's good for off roading. It's a pretty like standard stroller that they're pushing out here in the dirt. So, anyways, they're uh, I. I run past them. They're walking by me. And then I turn around, you know, all the way back. And they're stopping there just on the side by, um, like, the cliffside there by the 
rocks and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they just parked the stroller like at the edge of the cliff and then just walked down towards the water it was like the weirdest thing ever i didn't know like they just if there's a kid in there they just left the kid or so they like just what dished the, a potential baby they just left at the top of this cliff yeah i'm sure they went back after but like it was i was like am well, i supposed yeah, to do something in that situation that's a really weird situation to be in because what if like I mean, I'm sure the, the stroller has brakes and they probably initiated them, but what if it didn't and that baby's like rocking back and forth? And then, I mean, if there's a baby in there yeah, at all, well, maybe, maybe like, they're just practicing. I don't know. And why are these people, why are they walking down to the water? This is like disgusting Santa Ana River water. It's not like the beach where you can casually hang out. But who the hell just leaves their baby unattended like that? That's, That's why I don't think there's a baby in there anymore. And then I'm thinking like, if there's not a baby... Why are these two dudes pushing a stroller in the like in a dirt path? It's not to everyone out there. It's not a smooth dirt path. It's like there's a lot of rocks and bumps. Yeah, it's it's very very bumpy. But that's just so that's that's beyond bizarre because let's say there's no baby in there, right? What's the point of pushing a stroller? Like, are, are you right. are you bringing something back? Like maybe they're they're going to get like rocks or something and they're collecting them and that's where they're putting them is in the stroller. Or maybe no, they're I don't preparing know. themselves for, for fatherhood. But regardless, if there is a baby in there, that's horrible parenting. Yeah, but I did take one positive out of this occurrence as I was wait, wait, running. And weren't you, weren't you like right there? So they just yes. left the baby while there was a stranger present? Yeah. While they're like down like like spelunking through the rocks and you're, you're, you're on the high ground where you can easily just steal the baby? Yeah, if there's oh a baby, God. that's why. I, that's why it I just don't think there's worse a baby. Worse. <laughs> like oh at, at best, they're—I don't even know if they're parents. At best, they're negligent parents. At worst, there's like a pile of dead rats in there or something, and they're just like psychotic rat collectors. I mean, I think I would rather take the dead rats. I think that at worst, there's there's they're negligent they're negligent parents. I think the dead rats is like that's not too bad. That's you're leaving a way kid, worse, dude. They're like psychotic. Then maybe no, maybe maybe they're like a like a maintenance cleanup crew. Like they're they're going and and you know they're just trying to find dead birds or dead rats and stuff that are just on the lo- on the side of the riverbed. Yeah, I've been seeing the standard issued maintenance cleanup crews walking around with strollers. Yeah, but maybe they're undercover. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> so I did take one positive out of this uh, occurrence. As I was running by them, I saw they were walking towards the water in two different fashions. One was walking with his arms crossed in front of himself, and one was walking with his arms crossed behind himself. And I got to analyze both, and I thought, man, the guy with his an- hands walk interlocked behind himself looks way cooler. Is kind of giving off like like dictator vibes. Like he's like strutting around, like yeah, that's right. I'm I'm this shit, and I know it. That's the positive that you that you brought from that was. Yeah, I was thinking that, that, that like you're, you're I gonna think start, I'm gonna now you're gonna start, start walking walk- like that. No, yeah. <laughs> no. I think it's like a, it's like a legit power move. The guy oh with God. his hands in front of him crossed just looks so just like not in the power position. But the guy with the hands behind his back looked like, damn, this motherfucker. Look at this dude with a big dick just walking around, strutting his shit. You're telling me that guy, the guy in the back was definitely the top for oh, sure yeah. in, that, in that relationship. Yeah, and this rat infested love triangle. Mm-hmm. They probably involved the rats in their coitus, coitus. somehow. If you ever get the chance, look up uh, Rat King. 
It's, no, it's I really, think I've seen that. It's disgusting. Really gross. Yeah, fuck that. It's like on the list of things to not look up on the internet. Yeah, that and uh, two rolls, one cup, blue waffle. Um, there's something else. It's like rice something. Uh, kids in a sandbox. <laughs> um, Harley Quinn baby. Ew. And human centipede. Hmm. Human centipede's not real. No one's done that, right? Um, well, the first one was about, you know, it was like, it was a movie that they made. And then the second one is a movie about the guy, a, a security guard, watching the first human centipede and being like, hmm, that's an interesting idea. I think I will do that. And then he like recreates it. Hmm. Speaking of human centipede, we have a movie episode on our hands and feet. Yes, we do. And I could not be more excited because this is my opportunity to get the Ninny brand taken off. If I win this week. Like the great Marshall Mathers once said, you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance. You blow. This opportunity comes once in a rice gum. Rice gum? <laughs> dude, I haven't seen anything from that dude in forever. Rice gum or Eminem? Rice gum. I don't remember who that guy is. He's a YouTube. You said it. How do you not know? Because well, it sounded familiar. I say a lot of things. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, I'll, I'll try to act smart. So I'll say big words that I don't entirely anti-disestablishmentarianism. You've never said that in normal conversation. This just does did. not count as normal conversation. I just did. No, saying I say big words like does not count as it appearing normally. <laughs> it's it's very it was natural, okay. And by the way, you, you didn't even catch that I used it wrong. I don't know what it means. That's why I don't use it. <laughs> no, but I said I use big words because I don't entirely understand anti-disestablishmentarianism. Like I, I like I'm saying like understand what they mean. But no, I said that word instead. It's you know it's a joke that went over your head. Not a big deal. It's all right. Yeah, way over my head, dude. I could tell you right now, if we were those Asian guys, I'd be the guy with my hands behind my back right now because no I got all the power. I got all the power here. All dude, the power. I'm fuck. I'm the stroller. <laughs> Just completely <laughs> out, out of the of picture. Do <laughs> <laughs> the stroller full of the rat king with their tails just <laughs> knotted together like seven rats just bunched up. Shit. Freaking gross. But yeah, guys, uh, wel welcome to a, a week where we're going to be playing another game because Daniel's been begging me to relieve his title of Ninny of the Week since... Two weeks. Two weeks now. Yeah, it's supposed by to be the time you're the hearing week. this, it'll be, it'd be like three. It's not supposed to be Ninny of two weeks. It's supposed to be Ninny of the Week. And how we're going to play today's game is based off movies. We thought it would be fun to present different movies as, you know, topics of discussion. And then after discussing that movie, guess what the Rotten Tomato score is and the closest person to that score gets a point. All right. And how about we do it like this? If you're within 5%, you get two points. Ooh, I like that. And just to be clear, we have not looked up the Rotten Tomato score beforehand. We just, we, we got two movies that... You know, we wanted to bring up and whoever's closest is, is going to win. It's damn right. It's going to be me. All right. If you're so confident, hands behind back, why don't you start it off? All right. Um, I present to you the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds. 
It is a movie that I saw in high school. Um, I haven't seen it since I saw it in high school because it's just, it's a very anxiety filled, uh, claustrophobia type movie. It's literally just Ryan Reynolds in a box, the whole movie. That's it. So I've never seen this. I've seen clips from it. Is is it literally there's no like like flashbacks of him at any other point? It's just him in the box? I don't recall any flashbacks. I just recall maybe he so he's ta- he's talking on the phone with people because he right. he's, he got buried in the ground in this right. coffin and he only has a limited amount of uh, oxygen obviously because he's in a coffin and in underground. And so um he has the the phone in there so he gets the phone Manages to call someone and and basically says like, "Hey, I'm buried. I need you guys to find me." They try to triangulate his cell phone and stuff. It's just him the entire time in the in the box. And I think that I think that movie actually made me realize that you know Ryan Reynolds he's he's a very attractive dude. Okay, I don't have a problem saying that he's a very attractive guy. But I feel like certain movies he just gets kind of typecasted, and he didn't really have to like change his personality or act really to fit the role. In this movie, I feel like he actually kind of it. It takes a lot of skill to be the only one on screen and to be stuck in a box like that and still make it like capturing and and entertaining. Yeah. So I, I that's what that's kind of why I picked that movie because I haven't seen it in a long time and I thought it'd be perfect because I don't even I just remember it was good. So I'm assuming yeah, it's a lot more pressure when there's no other actors or, you uh-huh. know, CGI to take away the attention and it's all on your performance. I feel like that's a lot more pressure to carry that movie. Yeah. And I, I think you did a really good job. If you get a chance, I, I recommend it. But like I said, it is like very high pressure because, you know, he's trying to get out of there before all the air gets out. And there's other like, you know, twists and turns like stuff. The inspiration to Mac Miller's last music video, Self Care, I believe, is him in a box being filled. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I think based on, or you go first. Yeah, you presented, so you give your score. Okay, so um, based on my opinion of the movie. Wait, actually, we should go about a different way of doing this because I could just go like below you and have a better chance. Why don't we just like write it down and just play by the honor system? Like I'll write down my score right now. Okay, so buried. Let's write it down. Um, I got mine down. Okay. Got it. Are we saying it at the same time? I don't think we should say it at the same time. I think we should do it like one at a time, but just right, honor cool. system it, you know? Yeah, Okay, go so for it. judging from my opinion of the movie and the fact that he is all by himself and it was a pretty good storyline, I would say I gave it a 7.2. Yeah, that's not how Rotten Tomatoes scores. <laughs> oh, oh my, sorry, sorry, sorry. 72 per, 72%, 72%. Oh, 7.2%. You heard it. Locked it in. And what do people wonder why? How did Daniel get Diddy of the Week? Well, let me tell you, folks. <laughs> let me tell you. He didn't quite understand how Rotten Tomatoes worked. It's a, it's a percentage, not a point, you idiot. He confidently gives a 7.2. I'm so used to, like, giving actual movie reviews of, like, you know, a, a scale from 1 to 10. But I don't say like, oh, I give this movie a 85% rating. I, I'm ready to answer. It's R-O-K. <laughs> R-O-C-K. <laughs> oh, the C is silent. All right. You gave it a 72. I wrote down 68. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Here we go. So let's look tomatoes. Buried. Is it buried alive or just buried? It's just buried. Oh, there we go. 2010. 87%. Dang. Way Holy better than I thought. Shit. I thought it was going to be brought down a lot. 
Cool. The, so I freaking won that one. That's one yeah, point. point. So the tomato to, tomato tomato meter is eighty seven percent. The thermometer. We got the seven point two meter, and we got the tomato meter. <laughs> the audience score was sixty four percent. Yeah. I'm glad that I didn't. We didn't go off that. I'm a man of the people. All right, my movie I would like to discuss is one of my favorite slapstick comedies ever. It has references that still bleed into the naming of like everything I use in daily life, whether or not it be email addresses, laptops, uh, t-shirts, anything. Um, that movie I would like to put up is super troopers oh right car ramrod yep everything i have my uh bryced out ramrod uh on zoom calls with clients i'm ramrod <laughs> like everything that i can put a name to is ramrod yeah even when we did the uh i think it was the either the full marathon or the half marathon you your name was just oh yeah ramrod I was, yeah that's all I was it was r- runner ramrod yeah that's what it was <laughs> Uh, I love Super Troopers, dude. I think it's a, it's, it is what it is, and it does not try to be anything different. It's a movie packed with silly humor. No big actors in it to draw attention away. Um, it has a enjoyable enough story to keep you engaged throughout all of it. I mean, the the love angles they try to throw in there are kind of silly and like shouldn't really be a part of the movie, in my opinion. But I think it's an awesome comedy that probably doesn't get a lot of praise it deserves. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think it's a really good movie. Um, but I, I feel like you're going to be confused. You're going to be not confused, but you're going to be shocked by the score because it is a comedy. Comedies don't really rate very well. Oh, I know. I'm not trying to pick a highly rated movie. Oh, I'm just picking a movie that I, I know see. the score of exactly. Oh, you so you you already know the score. You didn't look it up today, but you already know it. Yeah, I just have a feeling. Oh, you. If I get it right on the dot, this is gonna look so suspicious. Yeah, it is. It's gonna look suspicious as hell. All right, dude. I've changed ready. my percentage like six times. Hang on, hang on. You know what? I'm just gonna go with my gut. All right, the score that I gave Super Troopers is a 61. percent Ooh. Okay. So you know what's funny? I put 68. No, sorry, I put 72 my first time, then I went 68, then I went back to 69, because I was like, <laughs> 69, and then I went to 72, and that's where I've stayed. That's ridiculous. It's not going to score as high as <laughs> friggin' Buried. Buried was an 87, so I figure I'm way off. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. crap, dude, if I'm off. <laughs> it's 35%. <laughs> no way! Oh, my God! <laughs> But get this. This is why I love people. The audience score is 90%. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, the critics are absolutely shit on movies that are comedies. Wow, 35%. But so I don't get it's like Rotten Tomatoes. It's There's like verified people that can rate and then non-verified because it looks like there's only been 88 people that have been verified and rated the movie while the audience score there's been 262,000 people that have rated it i can only assume that it's like critics that they have either running rotten tomatoes like you know how they have uh do you remember the guy from like direct tv like every single time they like show a movie he's like hi i'm leonard malton and this is the malton minute i feel like they had like like they have like people that are you know, actually going to uh, TV and movie schools that 
are able to yeah, rate things. They get, I'm sure. I don't know how people get in this club. It's the same thing with the NBA. There's a certain amount of journalists and people in the industry that get the ability to vote on all stars and like awards of that nature. But I don't know how these I would, people. I would absolutely love to be in that industry where I yeah. get to just rate movies. I get to watch movies and tell you if I liked it or not and what my rating was. I do that now for free. I'd like to get paid for that. That would be amazing. All right, so we're tied up one to one. Okay. Um. I am now going to pick a movie that I have always really liked ever since I was a kid, and I think I've appreciated it more growing up. Um, I don't, I don't know why. I think because maybe I didn't really. I, I understood it, but it was like it was more enjoyable now because I feel like it was such a long movie back then. Like it just like I, I couldn't stay attentive to the whole movie, you know. Which is weird because it's like every kid's fantasy. So, my movie, my second movie, is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Wait, which one is that? Gene Wilder or Johnny Depp? Uh, that is Gene Wilder. Johnny Depp is oh. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, like as, as a kid, I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now. Like, I liked all the, you know, the candy and stuff and the, and the songs, but I got, like, tired of it midway through. I'm like, oh, my God. And it, there was always, like, you know, maybe one or two songs where I'm like, I just want to fast forward it. I don't want to hear this song anymore. Like, the cheer up Charlie when she's like singing about her son I'm like I just don't give a shit just please fast forward to the next part to where she's not singing this is a great movie and I feel like it probably set I mean it was had to be what in like the 70s like I feel like a lot of the stage and animation had to be early for its like the animation and effects had to be early for its time I feel like it was a really cool movie it had like differing you know, like it's some scenes that were very like scary and horrific. Some that, like you said, was like a child's dream makes you think you're in another world. Yeah, exactly. Um, the story throughout was interesting. I think this is going to be highly rated. Mm-hmm. What's cool, though, is I um, I heard that when they step into the chocolate factory, none of them have actually seen it yet. Oh, like no, that's nobody's... so cool. So like when they walk in, they're like, oh my gosh. I love when directors do that, where they keep some of their actors, you know, in the dark. You know that one movie, have you seen The Usual Suspects? Yeah. I guess the director, I think I saw it on Watch Mojo or What Culture or something like that. But the director, um, you know, made each of the suspects in that movie believe that they were actually Sizer Kaiser Sose, so that oh, none no of them, way. none of them actually knew that they weren't him. Dude, that is so genius. It's yeah, it's brilliant. It just plays into the story so well. And oh my god, that's so cool. That's awesome. But uh, did you ever see the movie um, The Shining? Like probably the scariest movie I ever saw as a kid. And like, like I couldn't take a bath for probably. Like ever since that movie was made, <laughs> or ever since I saw it, I mean. <laughs> since it was made. No, I've never seen that movie actually, and it's like sad that I haven't. It's really good. It's like, I mean, that's probably the first movie I ever saw that I like. I had nightmares for like probably years. Um, but the main character, the main woman in that movie, she was actually treated like terribly on set, so that she seemed kind of. Like wiry and and like on yeah, her toes. I've heard that. I I don't know if that was on purpose or if the director was just an asshole. No, I think he did it on purpose. But at, the, at at a certain point, I think he just, I think he just actually hated her. Like, <laughs> I think he just wanted to mess with her because he's like, f- like fuck this chick. Damn. Yeah, I've heard and I've like seen like clips and stuff. That dude was just a di- uh, Stanley Kubrick, I believe. It was a dick. Yeah, it was. Uh, 
it was interesting to hear that because I'm like, isn't that like, isn't that kind of illegal? You can't treat people like shit like that. Like, not illegal, but that's kind of it's kind of a dick move. Like, I feel like yeah, I wouldn't want to work for that guy. Unethical, for sure. Uh-huh. That's that's the word I'm looking for. Unethical. Yeah, you should have seen the way that they treated the Oompa Loompas on set, dude. Yeah, they painted him orange and slapped him with a green uh, wig. That's not very cool. Yeah, they didn't know they were going to be painted orange until they got on set that day. They thought they were going to do midget uh, mud wrestling. Oh, dude. PC police. What? That's it's, really... It's dirt that? wrestling. It's dirt wrestling, okay? Not mud. Of all the things that you said before, that's what you need to be politically correct with. I didn't say anything politically incorrect. Well, not, not politically incorrect, but just... Bad jokes that we probably shouldn't have said. <laughs> no. Okay, moving on. Anyway, um, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I wrote down 89%. Oh, shit. I haven't wrote it down yet. Well, shit. I was going to write... No, I was going to write 85, though, was my legit guess. Okay. If you say so. Okay. 91. Dude, I'm Whoa. within 5%. That's two points. Yes. Damn it. And you said 85, right? Yep. So you're not within the 5% margin, which means I get two points and you get zero. Yeah. So close. I meant 86. Oh, man. I am so stoked right now. All right. My last movie is a favorite of mine. It's a movie I've seen a ton of times. I think it's a great story. It's really good for that angsty teenager that wants, you know, a funny but serious rom-com. It's 500 Days of Summer. Ooh, that's a good movie. I actually remember you telling me to watch that movie. And the only reason why I watched it was because um, it was a, a g Easy song that he came out with. And it was like, it, it, it started off with... Uh, him really loving this girl. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Logic. Was that? Oh, it was Logic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, sorry. It was Logic. He, like, loved this girl. And at the very end, it's like, I hate Summer. I hate the splotchy netches on her, like, the splotchy spots on her neck. The cockroach-shaped yeah. splotches. Yeah. And I like I like the, the emotion in that song. And I'm like, you know what? This reminds me of, like, every single girl I've dated. So, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, would, <laughs> I think I would like that movie. And then yeah, I watched dude. it. I'm like, "Oh, dude, Bryce, another one for the books." Because you Movies, you recommended uh, about time. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one too. I love like those movies where it's not trying to end on a happy note, you know, like a a lot of these rom-coms and movies nowadays, like they, it's the typical story arc where it's like introduction, then conflict, then good times, then another conflict and then save the day, happy ending. But I like the movies where it doesn't end on that, but it still tells you like, Hey, it's okay that it didn't end happy. You know what I mean? And this is a movie like yeah. that where he didn't get the girl in the end. It would have been so typical for him to get the girl in the end and then play fucking Coldplay or Maroon 5 and then roll the end credits. But I like that it didn't. And then at the end of it, it ended with him, you know, like trying to st- strike a conversation with another girl and him, you know, moving on. I I think it's a really good movie. Yeah. Like I said, it actually kind of represents how you feel in a relationship. Like everything's that honeymoon phase in the beginning. And then you realize that the person that you thought you loved is no longer like you thought. And then everything, just everything that they do aggravates you. Like they, they're chewing their food wrong. And you're like, Oh God, I hate the way you chew. Or, oh my God. I can't, I can't stand the way you hum. Like whatever the music is playing, like just everything just sets you off. So I think it's really relatable. Yeah. It's, 
it's so fucking good, dude. I'm sorry, I was thinking of what to actually write down. I need to get freaking within 5% here. I know. That's difficult. Shit. Oh, God. All right, I got mine. Yeah, I got mine too. Wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before I do anything, I, I, I got to change it again. Oh, God. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be a mini anymore, man. It's been three weeks. You could do it. Okay, here we go. I have now changed it. You first, All right. obviously. My score is 91. Ooh. Mine is 82. Ooh, very low. Very big difference, too. 500 days of summer. 85. Damn it, I missed it. Yes! Wow, Wait a this is you were pretty... Six, so you were six away again? Yes. Just oh the, my god, oh I freaking killed you, man. I'm the knee <laughs> of the week. This oh. one, the audience and tomato meter score is actually pretty in line. It's 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and 84% from the audience. Which is actually pretty shocking because normally movies don't match up. Like the tomato meter <laughs> and the audience score, they, they don't match up at all. I fucking love how Super Troopers has 90% in 500 Days of Summer is yeah, 84%. Exactly. That's, a, that's a perfect example. I think that's just people like say, seeing that people rated Super Troopers 30% be like, oh, hell no, dude. 100%. <laughs> There was, uh, there was, I don't remember what movie it was, but it's like, there, or sorry, there's, there, there's like two different, you know, sides of the spectrum. There's one that had a 100% rating and then one that had a 0% rating. I don't remember what the two movies were, but the audience scores were completely skewed in that aspect because the audience score rather than the tomato meter with the 0% one. The audience score was like 95%. Wow. Because it was like, it was such a campy film that they were like, oh, it's a cult classic. And then everyone started watching it. Probably like The Room or something like that. I'm gonna look it up. Hang on. Oh, that's for sure what it's gonna be, huh? No, 25% and 47%. Even the audience scores. Why is this so like, there's not a lot of people that have rated it though. There's only 9,000 users. That's so weird. For the last two movies we talked about, there was like 200,000. What's the one um, with... Uh, James Franco, where he's reenacting the making of this uh, movie. What's something what's that artist? Called? Something artist, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, escape artist? Not escape artist. No. Oh my god, you're totally right though. The disaster artist. Disaster artist. Yeah. No. Wow, that had ninety one percent. Yeah, it's a good movie. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen that or The Room. I've seen The Room like made fun of by other people, but I love. It. You know what? I think I'm gonna do uh, a TikTok with that. That's gonna be yeah. Where he's like, "It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I, I did, did not. not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> it's like I remember seeing that one time. I was still like drunk from the night before uh, at like with Kyle Hadabaw somewhere, and we're sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, um." Do you want to watch The Room? And I was like, I was like what the hell is The Room? freaking so Kyle. We watched, we watched the trailer and I was like, I don't know. I'm just drunk enough to not care. <laughs> and, then we, and then we put it on and it was like, oh my God. It, it sounded, whatever, I think his name is Tommy Russo or what's his name? Is, is it Tommy? Tommy, Tommy Use, something like that. Yeah, whatever. I think it's Tommy Russo. But anyway, whenever he talks, it sounds like he dubbed Wiseau. it over. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like they dubbed it over. And like he, he was like speaking into a microphone, trying to lip sync to what he was already saying. 
It was the yeah, it's, it's super so weird. Bad. And then like the, the the dialogue is so bad. It's so bad that it's good. It's like it's horrible, but you're like you can't look away. There's a scene where he walks into the flora like to the florist shop. <laughs> he goes he goes Hi doggy. Oh, here. Uh how much is it? Yeah, $20. That okay, keep crazy. the change. You're and my favorite you, customer. Like, You're my favorite customer. And then he just leaves. That's it. I'm like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> like she was just waiting there all day with those that bouquet of roses. Like, okay, Mark's gonna Mark's gonna come in here. Or not Mark, uh, Tommy's gonna He's come here. in here. And yes, okay, quick, quick, I gotta say it fast because he moves fast. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't think I'll be watching that or The Disaster Artist. Disaster sadly. Artist is actually really good. I feel like if you watched The Room, it makes it the it makes the Disaster Artist so much better. But if you watched it in reverse order, you'd be like, "What the hell? Why am I watching this?" I felt like that when I was watching it first, but then I kind of like you see scenes and you're just like, "How can you not make fun of that?" Yeah. But he's making a bunch of money. They're doing like a viewing a week at this one uh, theater and like everyone goes in there and they like sign autographs and stuff. Really? Yeah, he actually makes like, he makes more money now than he did when it came out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like that movie um, Rocky Horror Picture Show or something like that. Yeah, I've they, heard of uh, that too. Like everyone dresses up and they go to see the movie and then uh, when they're like, okay, um, let's have a toast and then everyone just throws toast at the screen. Like oh, that's like what the people in the, people in the people in the audience do that. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, super weird. Oh man, I can't even. T- I'm on. I'm on cloud nine right now. I can't even tell you how happy I am that I. Not I'm only did on I that I beat you. Zero. Ninnies will speak when spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Do not make me get the ninny belt. Oh my god. Oh man, it feels it feels so good because you you absolutely blew me out of the water last game. Yeah, I think you beat me like five to one here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five to one. Well, I think it'd be cool to keep going, like uh, do a game and then do like a couple normal episodes and then do a game again. Yeah. So you're saying like whoever's the ninny is the ninny for three weeks and then, oh man, that makes it so much worse. That's almost a full month. Almost ninny of the month. But yeah, I think it's good that way. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. So normal episodes, then a game, and we'll just keep it going like that. Ooh. That's a pretty idea. Man, I'm just looking through Rotten Tomatoes right now. There's so much I want to watch. Uh-huh. I mean, you got you got plenty of time. We're still in quarantine. Oh, by the way, I finished uh I finished Space Force. Dude, so that last episode, do you know what part I'm talking about that is just like utterly ridiculous? Um, I mean, I feel like the last two episodes were kind of like that, but yeah. When he helicopters in and picks up his daughter, and then the mom okay, escapes yeah, jail. I'm like, what the? What is going? Why are they doing this? Like, what and the she was fuck? like, she was at the exact time. Like, really? She timed it that perfect? Yeah. Like, oh, I heard you were in trouble. I had to come help you. Like, what the fuck? And don't they say like, it's like hours away, right? Because when he goes to make his conjugal visit. I feel like I remember them talking like, yeah, it's a couple hours out or something. Uh huh. Like, well, he has to fly there. Like, he, he has to fly there, uh, or he can take a car, which would take a lot longer. But yeah, so yeah, we have to believe that in. either she ran all that distance to save her daughter, or her daughter hitchhiked hours away. 
Like the show, just, or, I don't, just, I don't get the like. They could have been fine just leaving it without her getting there. Yeah, like, I do not get who, who wrote that. In. It's like, yeah, that'd be good. But I will say the as a whole, I actually really enjoyed the mo- the show. Yeah, I did the season two, dude. There's for sure gonna be a season two. Oh, definitely. Oh, and uh, I am on season two of Arrested Development, and I am starting to really like it now, dude. It's, it's good. such a it's smart funny. comedy. So I just got to the part where they introduced the the one arm guy for the first time. He's like, <laughs> he like rips off his arm. And he's like, and that's why you don't raise your voice. <laughs> Wait, what? How? And they're all like traumatized to go to the harbor again. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that show. It's so good. It has so many good actors like before their prime. I love what's um the the doctor where he always he's like, I'm sorry, but. There's nothing I can do for your for your husband. Wait, wait, <gasps> before you get mad, let him finish. Let him finish. Because this other doctor now is going to perform <laughs> surgery on him. He's like, oh my God, seriously? <laughs> so good. I'm sorry, we we lost your husband. What? Are you are you serious? Yeah, oh he my jumped God, out the window. Do? Yeah, he jumped out the window. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they, they finally learned though. They're like, let him finish. Don't don't just yeah. assume, okay? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, it's getting so good, good, man. I actually like the first the first uh, season. I was like, okay, it's it's like The Office for me. I it was so slow, but now I'm starting to like really get into it, and I, I'm liking the characters more and more, and the relationships and and the, the comedy too. <laughs> I love the comedy; it's, it's really funny and it is smart. Yeah, it's really funny. You should like. There's articles out there talking, breaking down like all the different jokes in there. Like just so many jokes they pack that go over your head because you're not like paying attention. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's if you're it's looking so at your phone or doing well anything written. else, you you will not catch all the jokes. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very good show. Yeah, man, that's cool. You're watching that. You know what else is cool? Not this outcome of this week. Oh, hang on, hang on. I must. Uh, Take my ninny crown off. Okay. Here we go. On one knee, sir. I'm not in the same room as you. I'm not getting on a knee. You better get on a knee right okay. freaking now, uh, okay, you ninny. Okay, yeah. I'm on a knee. Okay. And now, let me grab the dildo scepter and <laughs> dub the ninny of the month. No! <laughs> this was a fun one, man. This was this was actually I actually really enjoyed this. I would definitely uh, I'd like to do another one like this eventually down yeah, the road. I think for sure. I think we could do a ton of these. This was kind of last minute too in terms of us like coming up with the idea so we can get like deeper analysis into the next ones we do too. Yeah, we literally called each other like an hour ago and we're like, "Hey, you want to record in an hour?" Okay, what's the idea? Oh, here it is. All right, I don't have All any right. time to research. Well, good, because you're not allowed good. to. <laughs> yeah, we picked movies at least we know. It would be interesting if we have to give each other two movies we've never seen before. And then we watch it and come we, up what with we could do, What we could do is I give you a movie I've seen, but I know you haven't seen. And you try to guess the score. And I know the score, but just see how close you can get. And then, like, depending on how close you get, that's how many points you get. So if you get, like, within... Oh, I like that. With, if you get within five points or five percent, because apparently it's percentage, not points. So learn that today. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, then you get, you know, like let's say five points. You get within twenty percent. You get three points. You know, something like that. Yeah, I like that idea. All right. I know, I know just the movie I'm gonna give you. 
bitch. You think I haven't seen it? Good luck. Yep, I know you haven't. Oh, well, I'm going to go see it right now. Have you seen Coach Carter? I have seen Coach Carter. It's been a while, though. Damn it. You really thought I haven't seen Coach Carter? I'm pretty sure everyone has to see that in gym class at least once. I thought that was like... How about, have you seen, I'm thinking of sports movies. Have you seen oh, yeah, White, sports movies White Man Can't Jump? I have not seen that movie. Oh, that's a good one. I was close to watching it once, but the girl that I was dating at the time was like, I don't want to watch that movie. That just sounds like a stupid movie. Why the fuck would I watch that? Yeah, sounds about right, that one girl. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to give you any names, because then you're just going to bleep that anyway. Beep. Plus, I don't know who it was anyway, so... <laughs> All right, folks, if you enjoyed listening to today's podcast, it would be a scrumdiddly dumptious delight if you would drop a like and subscribe. You know, wherever you're listening right now, drop a review. Check us out on our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube under the name Chief in Pod. Um, check out other, you know, clips we post from episodes some memes we post along the way and uh let us know uh, what you think of what we're doing here yes it would be a super duper super trooper time if you Ooh. commented and i know if you follow our instagram page you're going to be absolutely buried with hilarious content it's going to yeah. feel like you've experienced 500 days of summer if you do yeah dude and you'll be wonka too Dude, you already said scrum diddly umptious. I thought we were doing a thing here. I thought we were giving that tit tit for tat, you know? Oh, but no, no I had no idea. I just said a word. See, I say words and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the meaning of the anti disestablishmentarianism. Uh, yeah. Guys, thank you for listening. Go ahead, follow us, but not literally, please. And if you do, make sure your hands are behind your back. And um, That way you got that power move. And you already know where Bryce lives. He lives in. Yeah. That's going to be bleeped. I know. <laughs> That's why I said it. Just... Okay, now it just sounds like you're cussing at me. You <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Keep, Keep it chiefing. Dope. That was a good one. Twas a good one.